Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the balance of trade. The U.S. is very concerned these days with the balance of trade, but the U.S. has successfully exported one thing more than any other country on earth. It has exported elements of its culture worldwide. I've traveled all over the world and heard American music. I'll never forget the day I was in Dusseldorf, Germany. In the central square was a guy with blonde hair, a guitar, and a cowboy hat. He had the leather vest, the glasses, everything. He was singing one John Denver tune after another. He looked and sounded exactly like John Denver, except he didn't speak a word of English. I've heard American music in small family-run restaurants in Japan and Taiwan. American fashion has been exported to all corners of the globe. It started in the 1960s with denim jeans. Well, the latest thing to be exported to China is American design and senior living. And of course, it's been adapted to the unique needs of the Chinese market. Even the concept of senior living communities, whether they're independent living, assisted living, or skilled nursing, is a concept that originated in the U.S. If you look through most parts of Europe, Asia, and the Middle East, multi-generational housing is the norm. Kids take care of aging parents. In particular, single-income households made this the norm. As societal changes have taken place in North America, and then in Europe, and now increasingly in Asia, most households are dual-income households. There isn't the flexibility for one member of the family nucleus to remain at home and care for aging parents. The entire senior housing industry owes its existence to the shift from single breadwinners in the family to dual-income households. We now take senior housing for granted as part of societal norms in North America, but it's relatively new elsewhere. The cost of a paid full-time in-house caregiver is very high in North America. Enabling a senior citizen to remain in their own home with help is by far the preferred solution. But when the labor cost is high, it makes senior housing seem like a relative bargain, even though this too can be expensive compared with just renting an apartment. Several premier U.S. architecture firms are taking part in exporting the senior living concept around the world. And the more ambitious Chinese senior communities are giant resort-style campuses connected by centralized, amenity-rich buildings that offer a seamless integration between interiors and exteriors. In the U.S., sprawling campuses are not necessarily a trend due to high construction costs and a move towards smaller urban cities. But there is a trend towards developments that include a full continuum of care all the way from independent living through skilled nursing. One notable example of these design trends in China is a company called Taikan Community Yue Garden. It's a 1.26 million square foot senior living community in the city of Guangzhou in China's Guangdong province. The community won the Senior Housing News Architecture and Design Award in 2018 in the Best International category. The community's owner, Taikang Life Insurance, wanted to build a community which provides comfort for seniors as they progress through the continuum of care, in a campus environment designed to encourage healthy lifestyle for residents as they age. Another firm, Los Angeles-based Steinberg Hart, is another active player in the Chinese market. They've designed over 10.6 million square feet of senior housing in China since they opened an office in Shanghai in the year 2000. The demand for luxury senior housing in the Far East has been combined with an embrace of Western design, specifically American. Steinberg Hart is working with a U.S. operator entering the Chinese market that wants the interiors and the finishes to be distinctly American. But the embrace of American-style design goes beyond China. 
Take the senior living pipeline being developed in India by a Seattle-based company called Columbia Pacific Group with U.S.-based architecture from Perkins Eastman, and they're also working with some local architects in India. But not everything American is the way to go. When we spend time in Europe, we love the community feel that's at the heart of virtually every town in Europe, regardless of size. People live, work, dine and shop in walkable neighborhoods. I love the feel of these communities. It exists in the smallest villages of a few hundred people or in the cities of millions. In response to this, many new development projects in North America have embraced the mixed-use concept with planned retail, residential, hospitality, office, and dining all within a walkable distance. The most famous of these trend-setting communities was a project called Santana Row in San Jose, California. The success of that project spawned numerous projects around North America that attempted to recreate that town center feeling. And today, you see the town center projects like this in communities in Plano, Texas, West Palm Beach, Florida, and even more recently in my hometown of Ottawa, Canada. They lack the centuries-old history around a medieval town square, but they are often able to recreate the vibrancy and sense of community that many sterile American cities have lost. This blending of culture is the result of globalization, not in the sense of trade. It's the result of the exchange of ideas and a recreation of what is shown to work in other areas, rather than just blind repetition of what's been the norm in your neighborhood for the past 30 or 40 years. As you think about that, think about the balance of trade with respect to culture. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.